Welcome to Want Her, a community-driven podcast for the like-minded female, passionate about creativity, self-discovery, and letting out that inner weird. Brought to your ear holes by two cross-country friends, we want to project one thing. Self-discovery is a lifelong journey, and one that should be fun experiencing. Here, no topic is off-limits. We're just like you, striving for connection, laughter, and the continual reminder that we can actually be whatever the f*** we want. Here's Olivia and Sandy. Welcome Hello. freaking back. <laughs> Sorry, it's chaotic already. It's always like both it is talking at the same time. <laughs> we should have some kind of line, but I just don't know what yeah. that would be. Welcome back. It is a mm-hmm. super freaking special episode of Want Her, and that is because my very best childhood friend is our guest today. Her name is Maddie, Madeline, Mad Dog. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what other names have I called you over the years? Nothing's coming to mind. Nothing that's not disgusting. So <laughs> disgusting. Um, so we're gonna we're basically gonna devote this episode. It's kind of like another girlfriend hour, but it's yeah. gonna be all about her and I's friendship because we've been through a lot together and like the origin of our love relationship, which that sounds kind of weird, but just like you'll get it once I explain. It. <laughs> is like such a funny funny story so I can't wait to hear it yeah I don't I really really don't don't think think I've told you and that surprises me because I've been through a lot of like you know poop story peace story with you this is kind of one of those like similar like embarrassing story I'll let you know if I did but I really don't think so Okay. Yeah. This is also the story that she like leads with anytime she introduces me to somebody. So it's like, nice to meet you. Here's an incident that started our friendship. And after you hear the story, you'll be like, who is this person again? Um. No, I'm sure I'll love you even more. Yeah. Yeah. No, you will. And I kind of. I feel like I need to take the blame for that whole scenario anyway, because mm. you wouldn't have done some of the things that you did unless I did them first. <laughs> you know, oh. but we will we'll get to oh. it. We gotta stop. I love this. <laughs> so yes, best friend. The name is Maddie. Maddie is the other voice, obviously. <laughs> but I'm just like jazzed up with adrenaline because we've got two best friends here looking back at me. They've never interacted like face to face, screen to screen, live action before. So just so much good vibes, positive energy happening here. And I feel yeah. vibra- like I'm vibrating inside. <laughs> okay. I so story time yeah. or our game whatever you want to call it at the beginning of our podcast that we always do. I was like, I don't really know what to do. Let's just talk Mm -hmm. about our favorite quality about your bestie. So I'll, I'll do one for both of you guys and whatever. Spread the love around before we spread the embarrassment. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, um, I'll I'll start with Sandy because I'm looking at you right now. I've, I've said this before, but I'll just reiterate, like, my favorite thing about you is just you don't care. Like, you are who you are in all spaces, no matter what. Yeah. And it is truly inspiring to me. You're like a character in my life that I'm obsessed with. I love it. I should figure out, like, what 
Disney or cartoon character most reminds me of you? I could, like, I would need to think on that because I would want my answer to be so genuine. (laughs) So I'll get back to you personally about that eventually here. But (laughs) for Maddie, I've seen her through so many phases of life. Oh, dear God. Overall, my favorite thing about her, though, is the fact that she just, like, unapologetically speaks her mind no matter who she's talking to what situation is going on that's inspiring on a different level (laughs) and I'm trying to take both of these qualities that I'm talking about with you guys and like develop it in my own life so (laughs) cute I think you I think you surpassed me at that point (laughs) dude no way no way you will tell a middle-aged white man what's up Never, like never. What do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. Middle-aged white man, I love that. Uh, She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Maddie, do you want to go next, or do you want me to? Sure, I can go next. Yeah. Um, uh, my favorite thing about Liv is how brave she is. Um, okay, I'm gonna cry. sorry, I, I was like, do I go serious or do I go lighthearted? But I'm going serious. Um, oh. like the whole idea of leaving everything she's ever known and, uh, packing up into an RV with two dogs and a husband like that is like still to this day inconceivable to me. Um, and she Even just did it, then. never looked back living the life she wants to live and doing it proudly. And I just admire that a lot. Yeah, I agree. I a hundred percent agree with you on that. Well, let's take a moment to just say that Maddie is also in, not to the huge extent, but she's uprooted her life for a new job, moved across the state. So in some ways you're kind of doing the same thing. So definitely pat yourself on the back as well. I agree. You're seeing cooler things than me. I am in (laughs) flat territory. There's one single hill on my way to work every day and it's a landfill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. But now I can say that even more about you, Liv, because I have also just left everything I know and yeah. I know how hard it is. So yeah, go you. Yeah. Well, thanks. That's very cute. I agree. I agree. Okay. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about Olivia is just like how compassionate she is. And like, she's always like checking in with her friends. I feel like always checking in being like, how are you doing? What's going on? tell me, be real with me. Like she wants that long ass text of how yeah. you're really doing. <laughs> Amen. And that is amazing because there's people that don't check in on their friends for sure. <laughs> oh, thanks. I don't know Amen. how to move Amen. on from this. Like I didn't mean to accidentally like have it compliments raining down on me, but like as a words of affirmation person, I just feel like I love you guys. I love you. Love you. Okay, we got to move on to some more chaotic silliness or I will get stuck in this compassionate swirl of emotions. So let's We can't have that. (laughs) Okay. So we've been talking about having Maddie on the pod for a while now. 
wasn't exactly sure how she'd feel about it. I was surprised to be, she was like, absolutely, that's fine. And even talking about what we're going to talk about, I feel like it's only been in the last few years where she was like, I don't care anymore. Because before you were like, (laughs) promise me you're not going to say this. Don't talk about it in your matron, is it yeah, matron of honor speech? Uh uh Don't do that. Like all these speculations. <laughs> and now I just feel like I still she's stand by that. <laughs> yeah. Disappointing, but I understand. I My grandpa and Brad's grandparents don't need to know about this story. They just yeah. don't. <laughs> Aren't you excited, Sandy? Like, I oh. am. I'm very I feel like we're really building it up, and now I'm getting imposter syndrome. <laughs> no. No. Even if it's like one, there's no way that it won't be entertaining to anybody that listens. But two, even if it's like even semi of a letdown, I don't care because we're immortalizing this right now. (laughs) You know? Touche. Touche. Okay. I love this. (laughs) So before we get to what we've deemed the incident, we're going to talk general introduction about yeah. how our two lives cross because it yeah. was the start of a love story. <laughs> oh, so cute. Well, was it though? Not in the beginning. No. no. <laughs> it was not love at first sight. Um, we met uh, figure skating when, let's see, I started skating when I was eight or nine. And Olivia, you had been there for like a year before me. So it's been a minute. Um, <laughs> uh, and years first, of friendship? Uh, no, the friendship's not quite as long as it's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Close. But there were a good two years. I mean, granted, I was like nine years old and I just wanted a friend at skating. And um, I was in Olivia's eyes, a little weird. And she did not receive that well. And so she, yeah. from my perspective, she was mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For my sure. gosh. <laughs> I can't think of anything specific that I did, but I did have like that mean girl mentality around that age of like 11, 12. Cause I was, mm-hmm. you know, at school, I was hanging out with people I was, wasn't necessarily friends with in high school and stuff. And I was like, I'm so cute, like all this stuff. And and plus all of the older <laughs> figure skater girls that were in their like mid-teens, I had kind of gotten into that group. So it was like, I'm not going to hang out with a nine-year-old, like a 10-year-old. <laughs> She's a year younger than me. So apparently that made like a huge difference at that oh. stage of life. Well, in that stage of life, it does. And like, honestly... Olivia was like a god because she was young and had gotten in with the cool older girls. And I was oh, so jealous. Exactly. <laughs> and the, the cool older girls didn't give me the time of day. <laughs> so she oh. didn't either. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, we definitely had the incident that catapulted everything. Like, who cares about, not who cares about the older girls because we were still friends, but it was immediately like. Right. We were linked at the hip 24-7. Anytime it was her and I, I don't care about anybody else. I'm obsessed. It was a a skating show. I think it was like a, I think it was a Christmas show. Was it the Polar Express one? I I think that was the next year because we were, we were tight by that point. Or maybe it was, I don't know. But either way, I remember I have this memory of like standing behind the boards along the skating rink and like, 
we were just, she had finally talked to me, right? She was, we were finally <laughs> laughing and like having fun. And she went out for her solo and I'm like being supportive and like trying to watch on the boards. And um, she like has her back to the crowd and is facing me. And she just like throws up a rock sign, <laughs> like a rock on and like sticks her tongue out. And I was like, she's my friend. I like her. She likes oh. me. We're going to be friends now. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, but I love it so much. <laughs> you were wearing a red dress. So I think it was a Christmas show. Red dress. Oh. Red dress. <laughs> we had a Jonas. We had a Jonas brother phase as well. So like, that's oh. what that callback is from. But I don't have that memory. I feel like my earliest memory is just like the Polar Express. Um, that so. was that was a seal dealing show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like the the choreographer of this big group um, pr- performance. I don't know. She like kept certain people of the same age group or maybe even like the same Mm -hmm. abilities together. So we started to be like paired together a lot where there was another uh, performance a a few years later where I was like in a tie where I was supposed to be Maddie's husband of some extent. And we did like, we've been married. We've had a child. Yeah. (laughs) That was, I think that was Polar Express. So this had to, we were, no, no, it wasn't. I don't know. It was later on in life, but uh, yeah, we've been married. We've been parents together. <laughs> what, is the, what is the parent thing? Like, I don't remember this. I'm so confused. Well, I can't say her name because this is going to be on, a, on the internet, but we had two, the two little girls that were really good. Like they were a lot better than us. Um, and we resented them for it. They were our children for that show. Oh, okay. When we were parents, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think it was the Nutcracker that we were married. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You think about it, like, yeah, figure skating is fun. Ice skating is fun. But, like, for us, it was more of, like, a competitive, artistic, actual sport that we were involved in. So we would have Mm -hmm. two-hour open ice where we would skate together together. twice a week and then Saturdays was even longer so we were seeing each other really consistently despite not being from the same school Hmm. I mean I think obviously I spent the most time with you than anybody else growing up and that really like escalated things quickly (laughs) (laughs) but um indeed before we get too far into that, I want to give space for just like who Maddie is outside of me because she is a whole person <laughs> on her own. <laughs> I only exist in Olivia's mind. <laughs> oh my God, that would be tragic. So <laughs> Maddie, let's talk just a brief sec about what you do now. What's your life mm-hmm. like? What's your career? <laughs> in, the, in the outline, I said what Maddie does now, work life, hobbies, and Brad, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad is my husband, so I guess that's not wrong. But <laughs> um, so I, like Olivia said, I just um, left my hometown of. Well, I've pretty much always lived there, aside from college. But I didn't even go to college far away either. Um, but I was from the time I graduated up until this past June, I was a high school English teacher. Um, at my alma mater in Worcester, um, and, or in my hometown, 
And uh, I left teaching because it's hard and I didn't want to do it anymore. And that's a whole other thing, a whole other podcast episode. But um, yeah, so I quit my job and spent the summer uh, job hunting and a position became available at a university in uh, Brad's hometown. And um, it ended up working out. And so we moved not to his hometown, but to the next like biggest city over. Um, so, which is across the state from my family, <laughs> and, uh, closer to his, which is fine, but, uh, further away from my parents, we were like 10 minutes down the road from them and now we're two hours. Uh, yeah. so we're still adjusting. We went from a, from a house, uh, that I absolutely loved to a two bedroom apartment with our two cats. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so we're still adjusting and, uh, yeah, so that is my more recent life. Um, I don't know what, what else you got. I, I mean, I can gush on you too. If you're like on, feeling too much on the spot, you're a yogini. She's all about aerial yoga. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh yeah. Acrobatic to me, but it's, it's so artistic. I, I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> it. It ties into the whole like figure skating thing. Yeah, I can't do sure. traditional forms of exercise. It's boring to me. <laughs> So I, yeah, I got certified to teach aerial yoga in 2019 and taught, taught back in uh, my hometown a little bit here and there. And I'm hoping to teach in this new city too. Sweet. Um, I'm in contact with some people about that. So we'll see. But yeah. Olivia, have you ever done like a class with her? I think I've done one single class of aerial with her. I've done a couple regular yoga classes at that Uh studio from our hometown. Um, I have a problem in general that if I'm not really good at something to begin with, then I uh, have a hard time continuing at it. So I'm not sure that that's for me, but it was interesting to experience. Yeah. Like I do it just to experience it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what it's all about. Just try it once. Yeah. And then keep going if you like it. But yeah, I I did enjoy it. I miss a little bit of that athletic artistry that we had in figure skating Mm -hmm. growing up because that's like what the premise of me feeling like really emotionally connected to music stemmed from. And Maddie is my entire music taste because I grew up on country music. Like that's all my mom had on the radio and stuff. And I don't exactly know what clicked because she did play me some of her like uh, favorite artists growing up. And I was like, this is garbage. And then something happened and now I'm fully, fully in that genre as well. It took until college though. We were a good like, uh, almost a decade in before she finally cracked. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think it was maybe my my breakup with my high school boyfriend that I was like, I'm so like dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. said, I've got music for you. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So before we dive into like the the big event, I want to talk about us outside of the ring, kind of the stuff that we would do together because I just think it's funny. We obviously went through like a Jonas Brothers phase together and Mm -hmm. I don't think I pushed that 
onto you as hard as I did the Twilight thing with the the whole like <laughs> you're married to this one and I'm married to that one. <laughs> oh no, I was married to a Jonas brother. We did the whole thing. We did. <laughs> I was married to Nick Jonas. I wore a ring that you gave me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so embarrassing. And then the thing is, okay, the thing is with these crazes that we had was that like it would start out, we each had a man, you know, <laughs> one of the Jonas Brothers or Team Edward and Team Jacob. And there was no qualms about that. Like, we were both, like, we were both happy. I had Nick and Jacob. And the, those were my men, right? They were the good ones that I wanted. And Olivia was happy with her choices at first. Oh. And then eventually, <laughs> like, a few months into it, into the obsession, she would change teams and try to steal my man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> she tried to switch to Team Jacob, and I was like, "No, you already did this with the Jonas Brothers. I'm not. You're not doing this again." Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I don't I know honestly how you were Team Edward ever. Ugh. See, I'm not Team Edward now. I think I really. Back- I'm full oh. on with both of those things. I'm back to Team Joe and Team Edward all the way. Like, I shouldn't have. Really? Yeah. You're still Team guys. Joe? 100%. I mean, let's not talk about what's going on with him right now. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I had Jonas Brothers posters, and who was the Jonas Brother that I made out with on the call? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, for sure. You're putting it all out there. <laughs> I don't care. I did have, like, on that one. <laughs> I did have like a I was a junior bridesmaid for this one wedding. So I had a little dress that was white and like tulle and stuff. And I remember vividly taking it over to my little cousin's house and they were much younger than me by like five or six years. And I was like, We're gonna play make believe and marry each one of us married the Jonas brothers because there was two of them and then me. And the older one was old enough to know that like Nick was the other cute one. So I gave her Nick mm-hmm. and then we gave the youngest one, Kevin and like <laughs> kind of made fun of her. But like, let's be real. Kevin's hot now. So Kevin could get it. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could honestly make a case for being team Kevin at this point. Like, yeah, for whoa, sure. whoa. I got to look up a recent picture of him. I really don't know. There's this he, one that we sent to each delivering. other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He delivered for sure. But, but yeah, <laughs> we did a whole, like, wedding ceremony with my poster. And, like, I took pictures of them in this dress that I had. And we had fake flowers. <laughs> like, it was a full thing. And then, like, if we're talking about the twilight phase... I got Maddie some kind of like wolf necklace thing too. Like <laughs> that was obnoxious. Okay, the, <laughs> the Twilight thing. She like another thing we did was we went to the mall with her dad a lot, which sounds Constantly. contradicting, but like <laughs> it was some of so the best times. Interesting. <laughs> it it really is. There was one time, though, that I couldn't go, and she's, like, she was upset that I couldn't go or whatever, so she, like, went on the shopping spree for me and just brought back anything that was loosely related to Jacob. She got me, like, feather and turquoise earrings. She got me a necklace with a wolf head on it. She got me a ring that said, I run in packs. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And I got it, and I was, like, I'm literally never going to wear this. (laughs) 
Oh, she went all out. <laughs> you don't she still did. have it, do you? You don't still have any of those? Um, okay, it's kind of embarrassing because I'm in my upper 20s at this point, and I just got rid of the feather earrings. <laughs> I just found them, and I was like, oh, dang. Now I'm regretting getting rid of them. But oh, Yeah, I'm bad about stuff like that, too. Like, I wish I had little mementos when I was stupid. Or, like, even with old boyfriends, I just immediately went all Taylor Swift and, like, just another picture to burn. Like, I literally burned them. I had a pair of shoes from the first guy I kissed. And when he broke up with me, I burned his shoes, like, in the fire. (laughs) I also remember you giving me his tear. Like, we went berry picking on your parents' farm one time. And you were wearing a shirt that he gave you. And you just, like, (laughs) smeared berries all over it. God, that sounds like me for sure. <laughs> I can't. Oh God, it was awesome. She was I'm... the best post breakup. She was the best. <laughs> you can't say I've never not been dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't attest. Yes, this is not just an adult Olivia thing. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I love it. So I have this other little game typed out that we could do. We don't also have to do because I feel like it's a little potentially dangerous as well. Like just because we have somebody that's known me for a long time that I'm almost (laughs) afraid of the answers. But it's a a game that Sandy and I have done individually before where it's like describe your bestie as a color animal in a month. And so I want oh, you to no. do it on each other. You want us to? Yeah. I didn't even come up with anything. So if there's a category you want to skip yeah. that, that's okay too. Uh, what are the categories again? I can go first too. It's color, animal, and month. And we can go one at a time by category too. For okay. me, um, I would say that color-wise, you are red to a T. You know what you want. You're going after it. You're dangerous. You're sexy. Like all of you. Yeah. A commanding red for you is what I would say. I love that. Interesting. Interesting. Um, my mind immediately went <laughs> went to green because since you left on your travel nursing journey, I've been calling you Evergreen Queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like when you went to the PNW, I guess. I guess it started out with De- Desert Queen, yeah. and then it changed to Evergreen Queen. Mm. <laughs> and that just... That. I love that. Yeah, too. that just sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Adorable. Um, okay, animal? so Animal is next. I feel as though you're going to give me a squirrel, which I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> that's always been like, um, my favorite animal and i was also a tad like weirdly <laughs> obsessive about those two yes i i definitely would have said squirrel uh just for the <laughs> yeah the, the memories the mems but also i honestly thought one of the first things that came to mind was a dog because of the loyalty that's a big thing too uh-huh. um yeah you're always on my side, even when I don't <laughs> deserve can I it. Say, can I just say that was part of my MOH speech? 
but I forgot part of it. And so it came across as like really bad to Brad. And I still feel so bad about that where I was going to say something along the lines. And I don't know why I felt the need to memorize it. Cause I literally had it in a piece of paper, but no. it was like, so I want silly. this to be performative and like interactive and fun and no. jokey. And I was, I wanted to say something along the lines of like, I didn't like you as in Brad in the beginning. Um, and that I is what you say, said. You did yeah, I did say that, <laughs> and I didn't say the rest of it, which is like because you reminded me of myself, and like we have such a close relationship that you know I felt threat and like whatever, and I I just like didn't want you to take her from me, whatever. I don't even remember. Yeah. I feel like that's even a little bit of a stretch. It was nicer than that, but I forgot all of it, so it was basically like I don't like you, and that's so <laughs> not true. Like Brad and I are so crazy similar. And Colton and her are very are. similar. We say oh. a lot of the time that, like, we married the male version of our best friend. That's so mm-hmm. weird. But honestly, upon meeting, each of us meeting our now husbands, we would never would have guessed that. <laughs> I don't That's think. So weird. That they were like us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or that, yeah. like they were going to be our husbands because I think about the first interaction that you and Colton had which was like (laughs) 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 it was like the end of the school year at our college and I was talking to Colton's friend and I like the four of us were spending like the wee hours of the morning like goofing around we climbed on top Mm -hmm. of one of the buildings on our campus and like Colton I shouldn't say that it's he peed off of the building. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's the theme of the story we're gonna tell too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I this this guy was like shy, and both Colton and Maddie were trying to get us together and like push him to talk to me. So he and I spent we were wing we were wingmanning it so hard, so hard because he just so didn't hard. speak to me, and I was like, this is so like just talk to me. I'm past nervous at this point. It's it's a project it's like what is wrong anyway he's sweet it's just wasn't meant to be we spent the night sitting in the back of my truck talking like the whole night we were out until the sun came up and then maddie who didn't go to my college just came to like hang out with me spent the night talking to colton in the quad just sitting in the in the grass or on some chairs or something like so funny and then here like oh no we were on a rooftop we were on a rooftop for sure (laughs) (laughs) That's adorable. That is. Cute. It was a good time. It was a good so time. Cute. Yeah. He's okay, fun to so, hang out with. Maddie, where did you and Brad meet? We met also in college, but um, he did not go to the same school as me. So I lived with one of his best friends from high school, and uh, she was also dating one of his another one of his best friends. Um, from like their hometown the three of them are all from the same place so uh he would come and visit them and unbeknownst to me he was coming to see me (laughs) um I always seemed to be like in a relationship uh and but he kept like coming around and everything and then I'd get out of a relationship and he'd be like go on a date with me and I'd be like no, bro. So it took a couple times, but <laughs> um, yeah, eventually I came to my senses and 
said, okay, yeah, let's go on a date. So always do. And it doesn't happen very often anymore now that we live across the country, but the four of us together, just like the four of us together with Sandy and and Alex, Uh it is a wild ride. Like (laughs) they came to our Halloween parties that we would throw back when we had that house in Ohio. And there is this video, which I'm so upset that we didn't take more where we're all tipsy and Brad is shaking his ass like none other. (laughs) And then Colton comes out of nowhere and like puts his hands on his knees it. and does the same aggressively. <laughs> and it is just so iconic. Like I, I love it. That's amazing. I need to see this video, please. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can make that happen. <laughs> I'll send it your way. It just came up in my memories because Halloween was like last oh, week. Yeah. yeah. Those were some good times. Oh, um, so fun. Indeed. Okay. So, wait, we I got say distracted. Let's let's Animal skip the month there. thing because I feel like we've been building it up for so long. I just want to get into the incident. So, yeah. Wait, did you say what animal Maddie reminds you of? I'm oh, oh probably a cat. Maybe I peg myself as a cat. A cat. Yeah, I only like people sometimes. Yeah, kind of mysterious, a <laughs> little grouchy sometimes, but like really cute nice to people yeah. that she enjoys yeah a cat i let you know when i'm not happy that kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah a cat <laughs> cute all right yeah. is it time yes get into this story <laughs> tell me i i truly feel like with the easter eggs that we've dropped about it if you knew about it you would have known like it would have refreshed your memory by now so i'm hyped yeah yeah Go ahead. (laughs) So to set the scene, it was the first sleepover, I think the very first one that we had ever had. And it was in celebration of my birthday. And I I don't know what birthday it was. 12, 13. 13. (laughs) Maddie. 13. I know it. (laughs) So to set the scene a little bit before we're at this party, which is basically just her and I. That's all it is. is Whose house was it at? It was at mine. And as we all know, I'm from a farm, three brothers, very known Mm -hmm. to like have a BB gun out, the whole nine yards, like country girl, tomboy, the whole thing. Maddie is very much from kind of an opposite side of the town where like, I don't know how to describe it other than saying like her family is more clean. (laughs) Like that doesn't sound right. (laughs) I don't know how to describe it. Like... God, <laughs> I'm, it's not that my family wasn't physically clean. But we were just like down for more dirty, like <laughs> like dirt, not not sexual stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> we have digressed. Um, I was not a farm kid. She was a farm kid. I was yes. not a farm kid. Yes, yeah. that's <laughs> thank you. Great. <laughs> Sorry. And not sexually. No, no, God, not at all. So she shows up and the activity that was underway when she literally got out of the car was my brothers were groundhog hunting. So I have a memory of like being really excited because I knew that she was more of a city girl than me to like show her all the experiences. Like my dad had a gator and that was one of the things that became such a staple of when she would come over to our place is just like riding around on the farm, 
just the two of us, like being silly, British accents, like the typical (laughs) preteen girl thing. Like when we would go to her place, we would do more of like photo shoot, um, stupid videos on (laughs) YouTube, like listening to music, talking about boys. Are they still on YouTube? Uh, no, no, no. Like, they never got posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dang it. No one will ever find them. Thank God. Because they were for the Jonas Brothers, mind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could have been famous. So, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't want to be famous if that's the reason. Like, no. <laughs> so... I don't have a lot of memories about what we were doing that day before the nighttime, other than like my parents didn't know how to get rid of things that us as kids had grown out of. So we had those like little plastic cabin and little plastic castle that were in the backyard. And for whatever reason, I remember we were hanging out in one of those and like taking stupid pictures. Like I remember this picture where like my hair was in a ponytail and I'm like, my head is crooked sideways and my mouth is a, is a jar. And like, for whatever reason, I thought that was a great pose. And like that picture <laughs> in my mind. I forgot but about that. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> when I was little, my dad, I, I don't know what exactly sparked this. He had one as a kid too, where like those backyard mini barns where a lot of people use for storage. He had one as his little hangout that he would, spend nights in and basically live out of as a kid and have like exactly and I became obsessed with this idea and I was like I want that too for sure and it doesn't have um no I don't want to say that yet because that'll give it away I this was going to be like the first sleepover in it and so we did the thing that we did the things that young girls do in sleepovers. We're talking about boys, we're giggling, we're playing music, we're being so stupid. And this little barn thing is like within 20 steps from my front door. Uh-huh. So like my family's right there. I didn't have a cell phone yet, so we're just like vibing out. And I will preface that my dad had makeshift a way to lock it from the inside. He like drilled a hole mm-hmm. above the handle and you put a screw in it and then you can't turn the handle. So like oh, felt God. safe at the time and yeah. it got to be pretty late. So we moved up into like the loft area of it. And I got to tell you this mm-hmm. whole thing, like I think I maybe had one other sleepover with another girl. Other than that, it was just us all the time. And we wrote on the walls. We wrote like lyrics and like stuff from Twilight, the Jonas Brothers. We talked about boys and we would X them Does out when we dad still have this. Yeah. Building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it lives on. It's like partly painted too, because that was gonna be my like project for one summer and I just like uh, gave up on it. So it's like yeah. <laughs> half red, half plywood. Like it's, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going to eventually happen to it. Cause now it's on like Wyatt and Gail's property, but like, mm-hmm. it is so a set, like it's so intertwined. <laughs> so it was later in the night, like the sun had gone down and I don't know why like pink vitamin water had became become really significant to us you were really yeah. into vitamin water i think I it was all up, you babe it wasn't all yeah it was you <laughs> I the drink once and i was like this is so good this is gonna be my drink like i'm so cute 13 with the pink drink i don't know um <laughs> out of nowhere no warning whatsoever we just heard gunshots like right outside of the barn oh. like One the barn was shaking like yeah. 
Oh. I, it, yes. Gunshots and then um, those died down. And then we heard something like hitting the roof, like someone was throwing something on the roof. And we just like hit the deck <laughs> and like lay down flat on our stomachs on the, in the loft. And um, then someone like started shaking the door Oh. that was locked from the inside uh-huh. um and we were like oh my gosh we're gonna die here tonight like <laughs> we're gonna die together we like these people are coming for us oh. who was coming for us I don't know but yeah I was like they heard us they know that we're in here on on our own the lights were on I thought that we didn't have cell had... phones yet either no no weapons like I thought they had pillaged my home because there were so many gunshots and now they were coming for us and like we hit the deck and did not move like not even turned over in the laying position because these windows were right there and the loft was like you could see up into it and there was no way to close the mm -hmm. like there wasn't curtains or anything so I was like we have to Mm -hmm. be perfectly still like we immediately agreed that somebody like a rapist (laughs) or somebody murderer was going to get in and if we just freeze, they will leave. <laughs> it just like, I get that she said this, this, and this happened. But for me, it felt like time stood still. Like originally I was like, okay, this is really, really bad. But if we don't make a sound, maybe they'll think that we're not actually here. Like, I don't know what the thought process was. And then it felt like, like she said something on the roof. I remember in that moment, I was like, this is a really small barn. Somebody climbed up there and they're taunting us knowing that we're in here trying to jump, like walk on top of it. I, I like, we were crying, not good at all. And the, the handle jiggle was so like loud and ominous. It was so aggressive. It was very aggressive. And we were so quiet that like, I, I, it honestly was like a horror movie. Like, uh, I, we went from such a high high to the lowest of lows <laughs> and it felt like it lasted for hours because I didn't feel safe enough to leave the barn to um, investigate what was going on to see if my family was okay. Like, I think we started hallucinating that I could hear like police sirens in the background. Oh, this went on for hours. Gosh. Like, I really don't think we ended up sleeping much that night at all until like maybe 4am for an hour or two. We just laid mm-hmm. together. Like, I think we were holding hands and just shaking and crying. Like, it will be okay. Like, so <laughs> intimate. And so this is where things come into play again, <laughs> which is the pink vitamin water. I had drank a lot of it. Okay. So I think it's, I don't, it goes without saying that this like mini backyard barn does not have plumbing. Like, I think yeah. they somehow MacGyvered it to have like a one main light for the, the little room, but there yeah. was no plumbing <clears throat> or heat. So, this is all heat is another important. <laughs> oh yeah. We were so afraid. We wouldn't even sit up and reach to grab the blankets next to us to pull over oh. us. So that's where the shaking came to. We were physically freezing because my birthday's early April. Right. So pretty cold out there overnight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so I was like, Maddie, I have to pee. I have to pee bad. I don't know what to do. Oh my God. No bucket in there, anything. Well, that came after this whole night, like for future 
future sleepovers, but not not, not this it. night. <laughs> and I was still afraid to even leave the loft, leave the barn to go pee in the yard, which was steps oh. away. So oh, no. I acted out of necessity and I was like, Maddie, I'm going to pee myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't remember you fighting me that hard. <laughs> do what you need to do, man. This We're going to die more anyway. Times, you know? <laughs> Maddie, at this moment, you didn't have to pee this whole night? I'm a camel, man. No. I am oh a camel. Gosh, wow. I, well, and especially back then, I didn't understand the importance of hydrating. Oh, um, yeah. I'm still pretty bad at it, but no, I, like, my mom has always said, like, I, I was never the kid she had to worry about needing to pee on car trips because I, I held it That's always. Amazing. So wow. I let her rip. No. And I know <laughs> we're laying right next to each other, like literally right next to each other. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but then I was like, Maddie, if you have to go, because eventually she did. I was like, you can go because it warms you up for a minute. Like we were so cold. <laughs> And this happened multiple times overnight because I drank like a whole vitamin water. <laughs> so, so much vitamin water. We just started like laying in each other's pee. And I remember <laughs> when she was like, I have to pee. I was like, it's okay, Maddie. Like, just do it. it it's okay. Like, you don't need to hold it in. Like, comfortable. So, it's going to make you warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it really didn't. <laughs> Because what happens right after it? When you're done, it gets really cold. It gets really cold, yeah. So now, again, I want to remind everybody: it was Olivia's 13th birthday. I'm a year younger, so I was I was 12. We were literal children. Okay, were there not beds in this loft? Or no, I think mm-hmm. it, like, we just like put some sleeping bags up there, if anything. Oh. But I think there was like carpet, but. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. thin carpet like that really cheap thin carpet that's nothing yeah. um mm-hmm. so the night ticks on and i don't i really don't know why i thought there were police sirens in the background but i remember <laughs> thinking that i was like they're gonna knock on the door soon and be like you are you girls okay you can come we've captured them they're they're Whoa. safe um they they never came so i was like i know what happened they went into the house and, and got everybody cleared out. Everybody that's still alive, right? Like my family's oh, dead too. Um, my God. They don't know that we're in here. So we just need to wait until morning, till the light of day. And then we can make a break for it. <sighs> wow. wow. So it gets to be like maybe 5 a.m. And mm-hmm. we're like looking back and forth at each other. Like, do you think now's a good time? Are we safe? Let's make a like an axe absolute run for it so we do and this is also like a very childish thing to do it's another like freeze response we didn't yell for anybody we just ran straight up to my room so up to the second level of the house we're in my bedroom i don't even know like we're still in urine clothes i'm not sure (laughs) absolutely we were yes (laughs) yes we were (laughs) I had a little dinky TV in my room and I just like popped in the first DVD that was uh, close to me and it was The Ringer. I don't know if you've ever seen that with Johnny Knoxville. They're like making uh-huh. fun of mentally challenged people. Like <laughs> It's pretty questionable these days, but 
nonetheless. I do think that we we showered before doing that, though. Oh, okay. I, I, I think, did not. Yeah, I did not. I remember. T- I was like, I love you. I can't. I can't sit in these with my sensory stuff. I was like, no. I maybe, I remember rinsing off at least. Some something. I don't know. Oh. All I remember is that when I felt when I was kind of like, what's going on? I heard something downstairs. I'm going to have to face it. Cause I do remember when we ran upstairs, my, my brother shared a room and it was across the hall from mine. And I went into their bedroom and the, the, the fitted sheets were gone. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this confirms it. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm a Lord of the Rings kid. You know, that scene where they're at the prancing pony for the night and the, the ring raids come and they're, they're trying to kill him in their sleep. But the, the Aragorn knows, so he has him in a different room. <laughs> I picture that. My little brothers were sleeping when this happened. And these, these murderer rapists come up to their room and they kill them. And for whatever reason, no blood whatsoever seeped onto the mattress. They just took the evidence and left. <laughs> so. Wow. 12 and 13 years old. Yeah. The, the ringer was helpful a distraction at the time, but I heard a noise downstairs and I went downstairs and it was my mom in the bathtub. Gross. But like, I was like, mom, oh my God, thank God you're here. Like, are you okay? Where's Winston and Wyatt? Where's dad? What happened last night? And she just starts laughing. And I was like, mom, there was somebody here like trying to get in the barn. And she just kept laughing. And it, it finally came out that it was my dad's idea he and Wyatt, which is my younger brother. I don't know why my older brother didn't participate, but. I appreciate him more for that. We love Winston for that. <laughs> they did firecrackers. And then we were so quiet that they thought we weren't actually in there. So then they threw a basketball up on the roof. And when we still didn't react, then my dad went to the handle. So. Oh. He was actually trying to get in because he thought that we weren't there. Yeah. So what we thought were machine guns were actually just firecrackers. firecrackers. And we didn't have to do any of that. They could have called out for us, but they didn't. And so we just ourselves and laid it all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh so obviously there's a bond. Yeah, for sure. Friendships are made in puddles of urine. Yeah. We, we call Poetic. each other our moo sisters, M-O-O, like the cow sound, which I guess you're a cow to me then. That's my animal for you. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> but like, because we felt like we're just like existing in our own pee. Oh. I don't know. Like, well, for did you for background, we had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They think it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because her mom had to wash all the sleeping bags. Yeah, exactly. The sleeping bags. <laughs> Our pajamas, everything. Oh, my gosh. You'll yeah. love this. After that incident, my dad put a five-gallon bucket as our <laughs> in the barn. Yeah. And a roll of toilet paper. Yeah. Yes. That. And it was used. <laughs> Oh, for sure. I would too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a bucket in my hunting stand just because yeah. I need one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh. Wow. That was what the origin story. of, yeah, you're never coming back now. It's just you and me, baby. <laughs> it's out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
and I mean, 15 and a half years later, here we are. <laughs> put yourself in that position. You would have thought those things too and done what you had to do to survive, right? I would have screamed, <laughs> I think. I would have definitely screamed and then they would have laughed. I would have heard them laughing, I think. Right? I would have screamed. In, a, in an ideal world, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, in my mind, the assailants would have said, your dad and brother would have said, Olivia, Maddie, are you out here? Instead, they just, like, try to break into the into the barn. Yeah. Like, if we would have heard their voices, we would have oh, exactly. unfrozen and realized that we were fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't even know that I knew what firecrackers were at the time, too, because I think I would have been able to differentiate that sound versus a machine gun now, but... Yeah, they didn't sound like they don't sound like it guns, was so really. yeah, <laughs> like echoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not good. Oh but my gosh! What I guess I I don't know that I recall what your parents said. You've told them, right? <laughs> yeah. What my parents day. said? Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, I don't know what they said. Just kind of like laughed and. I don't think they really said anything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would have yeah. been upset if that was my kid. I've been like, you are torturing them. They've now laid in the <laughs> all night. <laughs> I think they kind of saw it the same way your parents did. Like, now why? Why did, did you really have to pee yourself? Did you? Really? <laughs> yeah. Again with the dramatic antics. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I love that you both just had the same reaction. Yeah, hunker down. <laughs> hunker down. I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What do? you gotta do to survive? I think we were even talking about like if they come in and somebody takes somebody first, like what we were gonna do. I don't remember what oh, we said, but like we were talking God. about any and all scenario coming our way. Oh my gosh! And ever since, like we had plenty of sleepovers after that, but I was always a little uneasy on the farm. <laughs> after yeah, I got a cell phone shortly after, and like I think I took. A, I took random weapons out there ever since, like a hammer I think I had at one point, like a knife, all these different things, because I was not going yeah. to do that again. That was yeah. horrible. Yeah. And if either of us had to go, had to use the five-gallon bucket, we went down to the main level of the loft together, together. even though it was like, yeah. we're in the same room still, but no, yeah. we, we can't. <laughs> yeah. That's we we have to be together. That is truly amazing. <laughs> but i do think that like near-death experiences is kind of like on brand for our friendship because there are a couple little other things that have happened that we talked about potentially mentioning not to that extent but like it's just a theme danger is a theme with us sometimes rest assured peeing our pants together is not a theme Uh however (laughs) being close to death or thinking that we are close to death is yes (laughs) so like please I guess we can, yeah, we can touch on a couple other things that we've experienced together in that regard, and then we can kind of close it out. So Mm -hmm. the first one, um, I don't know which one you want to do. Let's do Mohican is a state park in Ohio that's relatively close to our hometown that we would go hiking together in Mm -hmm. many times we've done this. And one time... It hasn't even been that long ago, maybe like 2018. It was 2018 because I 
had just gotten my teaching job, like literally the day before. And we went on this hike to like celebrate that. Um, and yeah, (laughs) and I think Olivia, it might've been your first time at Mohican because I, I had been there many times before and I think I was really excited to show it to you, which is why it all happened in the first place. (laughs) So first of all, we're, we're driving there and like, it's kind of like, um, well, eh. Hocking Hills is another state park in Ohio. And it's like, once you get into Hocking Hills, like you lose all cell phone reception. So Mohican's kind of the same. And I had been there quite often, but like not enough to really know my way around without a GPS. So I took a wrong turn and it's like hilly and curvy roads, you know, how it is like all in the forest. In good yeah. Um, yeah. And so, um, I like, took a wrong turn and I'm, uh, there's like no good place to turn around, but I see a little spot like off the side of the road. So I go to turn around and skinny, curvy, hilly roads. Like I had to go into the other lane in order to turn around. And um, I'm doing that and I'm trying to be really fast about it. And then a huge semi like 18 wheeler comes over the hill right next to us and like slams on his brakes so hard to the point where like his tires melted like yeah you can see fog from it because he's you could see fog from it and we're yeah and we were like breathing in the fumes of the rubber burning on on the road like we would have i mean i'm laughing but that could have been really bad and she was like in reverse trying to make that k-turn or whatever yeah and I was like, you need to go into drive and get the heck out of this lane. And like, I think the panic was kind of setting in where she was kind of jerky in her movements. Oh, and exactly. I was like, we are going to die. So that was <laughs> the start of this day, which I feel like we're both like, that should have been warning enough. But we were like, yay, we got to the hike. Let's do the hike. Like, stop thinking about that. It's fine. We're fine. So the hike is great. We're vibing. We're having a good time. And we get off uh, to this overlook area, mm-hmm. and I don't know what we did. There there was, like, a waterfall or something right there? It's Yeah, it was Little Lions Falls. So there's Big Lions Falls, which is, like, 100 feet, 200 feet high. And then there's Little Lions Falls, which is more, like, 30 to 40 feet. Okay. And you actually walk over it um, on this bridge. You walk over the top of the waterfall, and you can look down in it. Um, and me being who I was at that time in my life and also just being excited to be able to show my hiker best friend a trail she's yeah. never been on. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we can find such a cooler view if we go off trail a little bit. Oh. Let this be a lesson to I know you have a lot of listeners who are outdoorsy. Don't go off the trail. Um, so we go off the trail and I'm at the top of the boulder. There's like a big boulder that's like right in front of the waterfall mm-hmm. if it's right in front of the waterfall it's wet naturally and moss covered so okay. that should have been sign number one don't stand on this and i went like a little bit too far and i completely lost my footing and <laughs> i somehow managed and thank goodness i did but i somehow managed to like turn myself around so my stomach was on the boulder but i slid all the way down like 15 to 20 feet down into this crevice in the waterfall um my foot got stuck between the boulder and a 
and a log that was in that little crevice. I like scraped my the heck out of my knee and <laughs> um, oh. somehow did not hit my head or like break anything. Yeah. Um, she just, I remember we passed like an elderly person, like what I would consider like a grandparent <laughs> and his grandson right before mm-hmm. this happened. And I don't know why I was like, oh, we were really loud, like goofing around. We should probably be quieter. <laughs> and then we're in front of this boulder and I could see the mist from the waterfall that had hit this boulder and there's moss there. And she took a step forward and I was like, Maddie, you're gonna, and she's falling. Oh. Like literally I, she's out of my vision. I can hear her screaming expletives. Like, I think she was just like, yeah. The higher way down, one hundred percent. That grandpa and grandson just heard that, and I was like, immediately, what do I do? Did I just witness my friend get like a traumatic brain injury? How am I going to exactly. get her out? I have no cell phone service. What do I do? I it's it's almost like a blur to me what happened initially after, but I know she was able to like climb up this like log down tree thing to get to an area uh-huh. lower where she could climb up the boulder and then we were fine. And she, she literally just had scrapes, but like she fell into a ravine. Full on. I fell so far. And so far. you were able to, um, you were able to go up on the actual trail on the, the bridge that we were supposed to cross over and be able to like, tell me where to go. Cause I'm looking oh, up from the bottom smart. of this and I'm like, this is a slippery 90 degree angle like I'm there's no way I can't get out of here I was like we're gonna have to call people I'm gonna get charged for going off of off trail like this is gonna be so bad and she was able to go up and of course the grandpa like who had a walking stick like turns around doesn't say a word but he comes back and stands on the bridge and just watches me panic he just stood there and watched he didn't say anything he didn't ask if I was okay he didn't offer to help Oh. And so Olivia's just up there standing next to him, like telling me where to go. And I managed to climb out and we finished the hike and everything. But like, I still have scars on my knees. From it. Yeah, yeah. And I like couldn't move the next day. I think I sprained an, an ankle again. Like it was, it was a whole thing. So And like, she's not kid. being dramatic at all and saying it was like 15 to 20 feet. Like, I have no idea how she didn't severely injure herself. It oh, was, exactly. It was panic inducing to just see your friend right next to you one minute and then she's gone the next. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And now, now I'm a wuss on any, oh. with any heights. My stomach falls out of my butt anytime. Oh. Like, they're... When I, the few times I've gone to see Olivia, wherever she's been, uh, in travel nursing, um, we'll go on these really cool hikes and I'll be like, yeah, I want to see the big rocks and on like the Oregon coast and everything. And then we get up there and I'm like, I can't move anywhere. <laughs> I don't yeah. blame you. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like a little comical cause it, it can be like a five foot difference and she's like leaning against the other rock. Like I'm going to die. Like, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm the one that seems to always fall when we're hiking now, like just trip over my own feet and fall onto my knees or like whatever. Just stupid. But that was that one. And then oh when she gosh. came to visit me in Oregon, I was like, it would be so fun to go white water rafting together oh. and 
I'm still mad at you about this one. <laughs> I thought it would be similar to this Mohican River experience that's really popular where you essentially just like float on a tube and a lot of people mm. spend the day drinking like very chill. Yeah. And <laughs> honestly, to this day, one of the best like friend date days that I've ever had. Like I had 10 out of 10 so much fun. It ended up being like an individual tube or like raft that each of us had. So we weren't together and I didn't oh. know, like I, we talked to a guy before we got all set up and went out to go and he was like, it's rated such and such, like whatever the easiest mm-hmm. one is. And so I was like, come on, we can still do it. Like, it'll still be fun. It'll be like kayaking. Like you like to kayak. And so we take this bus and we get dropped off and we realize it's a little bit quicker of a rushing river than we expected but i'm still like this is a vibe there's really not much white to the white water rafting at all laughing the whole time having the time of my freaking life like singing and meanwhile maddie is like a statue just like reacting to any little wave or like ripple in the water and uh-huh. I have a very deeply rooted fear of water and I have I have tipped a canoe before <laughs> I was not having a I was not having a bestie time and I was TV. like it is so mild that I don't understand why you're not like having a blast so I'm <laughs> hysterically Aww. laughing at her and I haven't done enough rafting in rivers like this to know how to really maneuver the current very well mm. so it happened a lot of times where like she would kind of get like lodged in with uh some kind of like slope under the riverbed or like a rock and she'd get stuck uh-huh. and would be like help me help me you gotta help me like screaming at me and I couldn't get to her and I would just like pass her oh my god and just, the worst time that I got stuck, I was, I got, I tried to maneuver around this boulder on the rapids and I completely misjudged it and I got stuck, like fully stuck. And I, and it was too deep for me to like get out and get unstuck and oh. then get back in. It was like, it was rushing. And there were groups passing me, like having a great time. And they're like, do you need help? I'm like, how are you going to help me? There's no way for you to help me. Like, stop asking me if I need help. And she, she's coming up behind me, and I'm like, sweet, she can come closer. She's holding her phone up, just videotaping me and laughing. And, and I'm, like, struggling trying to get myself off of this freaking boulder. I'd be the same way, Maddie. I'm, no. Mm-mm. I'm panicking completely. It was 10 miles of that. It was an afternoon from literal heaven for me and from hell for her i was just laughing like i think i did pee while i was sitting in the raft like we had our swimsuits on so whatever but i just couldn't stop laughing at her because i'd look back and we've known each other for so long that i feel like non-verbally there's like no question we can read where each other's at and i just couldn't get over that she wouldn't let go and have fun meanwhile she's in this tube that says rapid pleasure on the side of it like it's just so funny oh my god like i should send you some terrible name (laughs) it's a terrible name it was and i think i think all those videos are on your instagram somewhere on hail on a trail somewhere maybe I don't, I don't know, know, but if not, like, I'll definitely send you some yeah. tonight because it's just yeah. iconic. I have this little, like, excited scream that I do when I 
fall or like I'm just having a really good time. And I was taking videos like it was just so much to react to. So sometimes I just had my phone in my lap and it was like taping my point of view just up at the sky. And at one point I'm just like screaming and laughing and you could see water splashing everywhere. And it's just so, it's so fun. Like, I I don't know that if you would say, if we could go back, would you not do it? Absolutely not. That was <laughs> I was like talking to myself in my rap, like she was out of earshot and I'm just like talking to myself like, okay, you're confident, you know what you're doing, yep. but you're not going to get too comfortable. You can't relax. You can't have fun because then you're going to tip and then you're going to die in these rapids. And it's just not gonna... No, I would be right there with you, Maddie, for sure. Thank you. Whitewater rafting is not my thing. No, it wasn't white water though. Like it was I have chill. a healthy respect for water and I, yes, mm-hmm. I stay out of it. Out of me. You can I would alone. do it again in an absolute heartbeat. I wouldn't go alone, but like I kept trying, it didn't work out. I kept trying to get Colton to go with me and it, it didn't work, but like, Aww. I'm kind of glad at the same time. Cause I don't feel like anything could top that experience. For me. <laughs> exactly. Just, the best freaking time. <laughs> So cool. the list of things Olivia gets me into. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't know, and then it always ends up being a big time memory for the <laughs> going forward. So that's oh, us. That's us, man. I love mm-hmm. it. I love you too. I loved getting to know you two as friends and all of it. Obviously. <laughs> now what we so gotta fine. do is just physically get together at some exactly. point. With- a couple other of my friends and I just I think I would pass out at the just excitement and energy that I would have walking into that kind of room because all of my friends are different areas of the country now you know yeah exactly you we need it would be epic it's truly a travesty that you weren't in Ohio at the time of the Halloween parties because you've never seen me like that like I would wake up the next day the only time I've thrown up from alcohol and I also like threw my neck out because I was headbanging so hard, oh completely alone, while everybody else that I invited, which is usually they were like 30 to 50 people, like everybody's wow. dressed up, sitting on the couch, and I am just headbanging. It is so fun. There's this one picture that I need to send you. Maddie was like chaperoning homecoming or something, and she showed up late mm-hmm. and not dressed because she had to be profesh for chaperoning and mm-hmm. I had already okay, been like, making out <laughs> yeah yeah I had been like a couple shots in by then that's the other thing is as a I was never a partier but like I would rather take shots than drink drinks mm-hmm. so I would do like shots with all these people way more than I should have and oh, I, when she showed <laughs> up I was like yes the, the the celebrity that I want is at the party like I'm so hyped and we took these pictures. I'm dressed as like a 90 year old woman and I'm just like screaming and she's just like smiling. What is happening right now? Like, it's so funny. That's awesome. Good and stuff. I'm going to get you to see said- both of you so soon. So soon. That's so exciting. When you uh, promote this episode, you should just go through the archives of our old, old yeah. stupid pictures that we did. 
<laughs> I'm down. You should send some of those videos too. Like if you have access to them anymore, like the Grady Sizemore and all the stupid stuff we used to say. Oh my gosh. I do not have access. I don't have access to those, but I've got access to some pretty stupid stuff from yeah. high school. Yeah. Go in a deep dive. I want to see it all. <laughs> It's all hidden on my Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Gosh, the Facebook. There's a lot on there. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I love you. I'm obsessed with you. Also you, Sandy. But, you know, this is an interaction (laughs) we have a lot. I'm so excited to see both of you so soon. We're going to have a great time. And I'm sorry that I've put you through so much trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said before, friendships are made in puddles of urine. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Maddie. (laughs) Thank you so, so much for listening to Want Her with your girlfriends, Sandy and Olivia. We hope this chat has motivated you to chase those dreams, take hold of your mental health, or finally let out that inner weirdo. Maybe even all three. If you're a fan of what we do, we'd sincerely appreciate it if you subscribed and rated us five stars. Talk to you next time.